to episode two of am i an asshole um today's question is am i an asshole if i obsess over my sexual orientation okay yeah, yeah. and we, we, uh, okay this one's tricky and yeah. my my the my sister the therapist gets upset when we use asshole when it comes to this specific thing because it's a touchy subject no pun intended mm. and <laughs> It's like, you know, obviously you're not an asshole for like questioning your sexuality or exploring it or being fluid. It's more, I think, like as I would say, as two relatively straight women, (laughs) you know, it's like kind of why are we questioning it so much? Right. The obsession. Think about it. Yeah. Just thinking about it because it's a possibility, I think. Mm -hmm. And, um, but yeah, in no way are we saying that it that you are an asshole if you are questioning it. Um, it's just the way that we're sort of thinking about it. So our first guest we have today is Stephen Edwards, who he identifies as a bisexual man. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be chatting with him for a while. And yeah, he's he is an asshole. He's an actual asshole. Yeah. No, he's not. But he is, he's a very interesting person to talk to on this very subject. Absolutely. Um, and then, of course, as always, we have Jen, the therapist. Resident therapist. Resident therapist. Um, I also want to bring up um, Jackie today. Uh, so episode two is sponsored. If you can hear that in the background, that is Donnie the dog. Um, but also, I want to bring up today that um, episode two is sponsored by Marshalls. Um, Jackie <laughs> is wearing an I Heart Marshalls t-shirt. It, it's not an iron-on. This is re- this is really printed. No, this is, yeah. And I would love for it to be sponsored by Marshalls. Yeah. It's not, but it can be. Yeah. At any point. It's one of my favorite stores in the world. She has a very hard obsession with um, Marshalls, and it's, yeah. It started from my grandmother. She loved Marshalls. She used to take me to Marshalls all the time. <laughs> and I think it's both nostalgic and, I mean, the price is there. You cannot <laughs> beat. You just can't. You cannot beat them. Thank you. And Jackie has um, positioned herself in Los Angeles to where she is literally around the corner from a Marshalls. Yeah. So she can, at a moment's notice, grab yeah, grab and go. Anything. I mean, they have everything. They really yeah. do, though. We got some of Donnie's pet toys there. Wow. And then I also you can get jeans. You know, really, really good jeans for around 50 bucks. Yeah, and an assortment of, like, okay perfumes. Well, that's not their best um, section. Yeah. But, um, so, Anyway, um, let's get this thing rolling, shall we? Yes. Yeah, and this is a case where we both are on the same page with it. So yeah. not one feels one way and one feels the other. This is one where I think we both feel like assholes for kind of obsessing over our sexuality. And I think it kind of, I'm just realizing it while I'm talking, I think it kind of makes um, me an asshole because I am in a ha- happy monogamous relationship. And like, why, why even think about it yeah but then it's like that's so limiting um but like why do you think it makes you an asshole i think it makes me an asshole because i there are people out there who 
clearly do not have to like sit there and overthink this question <laughs> you know like this right. is just something that that is in them and that they deal with there's not they don't have to like sit there and be like okay am i gay like could i be gay i mean or like i feel like the overanalyzing of it like just makes me feel like i'm i, I don't know um they don't have to do that and i'm like since i'm overthinking it i'm like that's that sucks because i'm like i'm i'm a straight person in like the majority and i'm like yet i'm right. like obsessing about something because it's like an option i don't know yeah. and it's like but it's like not a choice right <laughs> and i think that i'm sort of treating it like it it's almost is right but i know that it's not it, right but maybe it's like i feel like i'm not sure if it's like even when you like have love for the first time, you're not exactly sure what that feels like until you felt it. Uh-huh. Like so, you you don't know if you missed it. So if you know, like I kind of feel like, Fun what up. if? Yeah, right. Yeah, or like, what if I, what if I like got the gay signal, and I missed it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like and and, and so I'm not sure. And like I I should have like been like, oh. Rosie, like years ago, <laughs> you're gay, but like you thought that you weren't. And then like somehow. Well, and this is something I think we'll talk to Stephen about, because what I get confused about is the different levels of not gayness, but when you figure out w- when you're gay, because mm-hmm. I've talked to one of my friends um, who knew when he was five years old yeah. that he was gay, you know, and then you hear other people who it took them years to really figure out what was going on. And then they kind of tried it and then they realized, Oh, I do like it. Johnny. Oh my God. He has so many squeaky toys. They're all squeaky. <laughs> he loves Steven. Oh my God. Donnie actually identifies as uh, a gay uh, well, dog. He's bi. He's so bi. Oh, sorry. He's I'm not sorry. limiting. Yeah. Um, great. Oh, I remember the other thing yeah. I wanted to talk about was like, okay. I like to think of myself as a really open-minded, like, person it sounds so lame now that i'm saying it out loud no, say it's it. not in my own brain that's okay but i remember there was a point where i wanted to be different and i wanted to like open up my mind and like it was it, it was in like high school when people when people started exploring more and i went to like an arts high school so there were like more people coming out and it was like you know and i was like oh i want to be a part of that sure i want to try that seems fun and i think that's the asshole thing because it wasn't fun for a lot of them like my friend you know we grew up in central florida and you know a lot of people would yell out like you're a faggot or you're you know what and yell at him and he felt like he couldn't be himself right and like so why am i sitting there being like that looks fun it's not fun it's not a choice for him right and i think society lets it be more open for women right especially so like i don't know it was just weird on so many levels for me to be wanting to like explore but at the same time i should be able to too and maybe they opened my mind they i know i said it earlier and felt bad but but sorry steven um they the the community opened heterosexual minds to it yeah like that it's okay and that like you should be exploring whereas years ago it was like not even heard of you don't talk about it right right absolutely and and but then there is that like what you're talking about too is like in college seeing this thing happen and like you know that there was like a phase where everyone was like oh it's just like college girls you know like hooking up with each other and it's like okay but like what's beyond that and are you just doing it because you're like i want a part of it or like 
do you may are you maybe a little bit attracted to women or like is it attention based or is it like totally because I've kissed girls <laughs> and I like it. good I, I in um mm-hmm. college and I remember just being I I, I was like. Why am I doing this? This is fun. Right. And I was almost maybe for attention or something. Yeah. And then it's like, what? how are people feeling who are like, well, okay, I actually like girls and I'm a girl. And well, like, what are you doing? And I had a lesbian, fr- well, uh, I had a lesbian friend. I can't say, I shouldn't say her name. But anyway, she, we were um, good friends. And I would never do that. I didn't ever like kiss her or anything. Right. I felt like that's rude. Yeah, but maybe it's not. But because it, you no, know, but that is because that's like that like... would be like me kissing, or like I if I had a gay friend and then we, he like made out with me and I was like I want to be with you. Yeah, and he's you're like, like I'm in love. With you. <laughs> but he's like never. <laughs> like, also, you know. like rude to think that she would be in love with me <laughs> because <laughs> right? she was gay. Yeah. If I kiss her, she's gonna want to marry me. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> just women. <laughs> Any woman you put in front of her, she's gonna want to marry. Me. <laughs> right. Um, no, but just you, know, Jackie. Just me. Just. Me. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I just no. I feel like that's rude to like play with people. I hear you. And I mean, <laughs> I, and I feel like for me, it's like, I mean, I don't know if, you know, maybe we'll get more into this with Steven as well, but like, if I think about like sexual fantasies and stuff, like, mm-hmm. and I think it's true for a lot of women um, who watch girl porn. Yeah. And like, I, I don't want to watch porn. Porn. I like had a phase where I like watched it a little bit yeah. more than I, you know, yeah, did, whatever. But like, in order to get, for some reason, it was always like it was two women, and I, and so then in my head, I was kind of like, well, if that turns me on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, am I like a little bit gay? And like, <laughs> and I, you know, I think we said this in a previous podcast, but um, like I've leaned in <laughs> on women and getting re- gotten One rejected. Of my favorite stories, <laughs> yeah, in the world. gotten rejected, um, because I was like maybe, um. <laughs> But that's because I was like, I thought that we were vibing. And those people were straight, for sure, I think. I mean, I don't know. And then that comes into like, well, is it just like kind of a spectrum and just like going with what you feel? But, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So then I kind of think, and and I'm not good with relationships. So I'm like, well, maybe I'm not dating men because I don't like them. You know, that's what's going on in my brain all the time. And mm-hmm. But I'm like, but then you know that you are. And I, I feel like recently I've said it a lot, like, oh, like another reason why I know I'm a straight woman who likes men. Like, just like something will happen. Like if I like see a dude and I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, you know, like that will um, mm-hmm. like be another thing that it reinforces that. But I, I, so I'm just like, why, why am I questioning? There is nothing that has told me that other than, that I like men and that I'm like mostly straight that like nothing has really told. And then except for like the lesbian uh, porn. <laughs> well, but that's actually, I think that's more common. I ha- um, have talked to, well, we'll get Jen's insight on this. Yeah. I don't remember where I read this or something that it's actually common for women to do that because a lot of porn is super like, uh, graphic and Mm -hmm. um what's the word i guess hardcore or like it's just yeah that too yeah Yeah. and like so i think you're just like oh that looks like that hurts or like i don't want that and so but also if you're watching a woman get uh, things happen to a woman i think that you can you associate like oh that's could be happening to my body right so you feel it like like, on your boobs and stuff yeah i think that's why a lot of people really enjoy blowjobs is because like they imagine their penis as oh like one in the watching mouth watching blowjob porn well i mean (laughs) 
Yeah, <laughs> or just actually... you could just do specifically blowjob porn, but like a <laughs> yeah. like a blowjob yeah. in a in a sex scene or whatever. Oh, I see. Like I think that those are, I mean, pretty um, sought after. Right. Uh, <laughs> and can so, we get a fact check? <laughs> or is that is that sought after? Great. Um. Yeah. Great. Okay, Thank yeah. you, John. But anyway, I'm sorry. I'm going on a tangent. I don't know enough about it to talk about it. But I do think I would say I think it's a little bit more common. The only question I have for you is when you're watching because I don't. I'm not a huge fan of two, just two girls because mm-hmm. I miss the penis. Okay. Anyway, do you? Watching it? Yeah. Do you ever say like there should be a dick in there? Not should, but like I no. would like there to be no. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why. I think that because not should. I don't mean that this shouldn't naturally be happening. <laughs> I love your backstepping Just in this. It's so wonderful. and like being, no. being correct. No, publicly. But, but, what is it? PR. P- PC. PC. Whoops. <laughs> NPR. Uh, yeah. Good. Um. No. The. Uh. I don't really like the dude part of it because the dudes are unattractive to me. Because well, like yeah. I mean it's that type of dude that I'm like not necessarily into someone that would be that into themselves that would do a porn I guess but I mean not that the girls wouldn't but like also I think another thing for me if we're just like getting into this porn thing is that like there's something about it being like naughty that like (laughs) I hate that I just said naughty but like (laughs) let's keep rolling with this um but like like ooh, that's wrong like you know and again not wrong Right. But, like, for me, like, if I hooked up with a girl and I'm, like, straight, I'd be like, ooh, this is, like, a secret thing that we're doing. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Like, that's more arousing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Or whatever. Which okay. is, like, probably not something that I should continue, like, health, like, for a healthy relationship if, like, I wanted to be, you know, a healthy sexual relationship with whoever it is that, like, I probably shouldn't be wanting something that shouldn't happen. <laughs> so, hence why I kind of, like, stopped that kind of thing where you're like watching something you're like I shouldn't be doing this right now you know because that's I don't know I'm not gonna overanalyze that but you know yeah no I that's kind of where that that why I was attracted to that and I don't know I don't know it's part of the like ooh, I'm bad yeah but then I'm like but like why do you like watching two girls do the thing but a lot of women do who identify as straight I think so and a lot of women kiss each other yeah like like but like is that because it's is that because it's more socially acceptable or is that because we're more touchy feely? Yeah. Like, is that more, oh, I don't know if we are. Right. Um, do guys, would guys play around a little bit more? I See, I get so confused and this is, I mean, obviously I'm glad we have Steven on because I get really confused because I feel like a lot, I've heard a lot of guys say it's, it's more, it's more black and white for guys. Like mm. it's more, and that's such a general thing and that might just be for a straight guy, but like they've said you know, I don't really have any interest in being with a guy. I, I, it's yeah. not that I think it's wrong or anything. I just don't really, I, I don't need to try it because I wouldn't, I don't, I'm not interested. Right. And I have heard even gay guys, like one of my really close friends say, I'm gay, you know, yeah. I don't want to be with women. Right. So it mu- I don't know. Well, and that's the thing I think that we're kind of, we just sort of spend a little bit of time talking about sex, but it's like. Well, if I found myself falling in love with a woman, I think that's where and I would have to question it more. Because like sexual attraction is right. I think a different thing, right? Maybe. I yeah. You know I think so. Because like if I was like, oh shit, like I'm in love with my friend, I think that I mean that's where the line is different. Are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> well, you're in love with Marshalls, so I I'm think taken I can't. By Marshalls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, because that will take it to a new level where you have to assess, like, do you want a relationship? Right. That 
and not just like purely sex things. I think then I maybe that's where it like really differs. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think we this is where we needed to bring Steven in. Yeah, yeah. I think we've gotten to a place where we don't know anymore. Hi, Steven. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Steven Edwards, everybody. Yeah. Um, so, hi, we have Steven on um, because he's one of our very best friends, but also because he identifies as a bisexual male. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, Steven, when you mm-hmm. listened to, <laughs> to our first, uh, the first, you know, based on the topic, you know, am I an asshole? Because I am constantly questioning, you know, mm-hmm. or over-obsessing over my um, sexual orientation, can you relate to this? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And I do, I do want to say first off, for me, I am speaking only for myself mm-hmm. uh, right. because I don't want to speak for gay people, lesbians, other right. bisexuals. Like this is just personally my experience and my take on what is happening to me and what I view to be happening in the world. Um, and so, yeah, just to clarify so you don't get like angry people like, that's not how I feel. Sure, yeah. Right. Uh, but yes, <laughs> I, in that voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is not No, yeah, that, that's yeah. actually like a weird Why corner. Why do you have this filter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a European, yeah. European listeners, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Swedish. Way to, way to just really single out yeah. in Europeans. I didn't even yeah. mean to do that. It was just John said that you get random listeners. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll cut this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yes, I do really. And I actually, if I, I hope you don't mind, but I took notes uh, scrupulously on my iPhone here. Scrupulously. A fun, fun new word by um, Stephen Edwards. But, I mean, do you... Do, I could just launch into it? Yeah, or, please. Okay, yeah. so uh, one of the things I wrote down was the... Uh, one of the things, f- first thing you said, Jackie, was the monogamous relationship. Like, why... Sh- if, if I'm in a happy relationship, why should I even be having this thought? And to me, I think that... It's not a healthy relationship if you don't acknowledge the fact that you find other people attractive, right. regardless of sex, gender, orientation, whatever. Like right. if you, I've witnessed so many, uh, typically old, not our generation, but older relationships, especially marriages who have, and have, are vocally very uh, stringent on saying like, I love my husband, I love my wife, and that's right. the only, it's cheating if you think, and I'm thinking like, eh, well, number one, you're lying. Right. Like, yeah. no, there's no way that a human being cannot be only attracted to one person and that's okay yeah like celebrate it be wonderful like how awesome awesome would it be if you're in a, in, in a serious monogamous relationship and you can be at a coffee shop and look at your partner and be like hey she's attractive right and both of you be like yeah that's awesome cool you want to go home and do it you yeah know? yeah no when i think we that's... do have we do have that mm-hmm. yeah um yeah i think that's a good point yeah and just like you said, just being honest with the thoughts that are going through your head instead of like actively hiding them. And I think that that causes a lot of problems in a relationship mm-hmm. because you are without maybe um, purposefully lying to the other person you're lying. Right. If you're not just, uh, and yeah. And then let that like statement of like, I am only in love. Then you're like putting, putting your, your, or, you know, I'm only attracted to you or whatever. You're putting blinders on and, and mm-hmm. not even blinders, but just like, you're boxing yourself in and then you maybe resent that person for that, which it's like they didn't right. tell you to do that. Right. You're you're just, you know, putting yourself in that position. Well, the most typical case is like so many straight bro guys 
like if you're asking like oh do you think like Greg's attractive it's like I don't see I just can't tell I yeah I don't I know and it's not point. true like you you have been a, number one you can just tell from context clues and Nike commercials you know what an attractive guy looks like yeah, like, yeah. don't be and we're not asking if you want to fuck them. exactly which is <laughs> right. what they feel like you're asking them right. you know and you'll be like gotcha haha you want to fuck Greg you know? <laughs> right we knew it well yeah. and it's like yeah do we you we knew it do you... come out of the curtains come on everybody Greg and stuff like you do it now yeah. um, and Greg everyone yeah yeah, yeah. No. I, knew, I knew it. But no, you're right, though. I mean, like, do do they not... We just are saying they a lot to a lot of people. It's yeah. fine. Um, but are those people... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not looking at themselves in the mirror going, good job, you like look good today. Like, that's an that's an analysis of, like, whether right. or not... Well, they're what definitely a good... doing that, I will say that. And just, I mean, just in my experiences, the bro straight male is the most homoerotic person I've ever met in my entire life. And I don't wow. think... Homoerotic? I, I, yeah, like they're just so many bro dudes. I mean, use the word bro a lot. I feel like that's, that's condescending, but I feel like that's the type of person I'm talking about. But they... Mm-hmm. But they grow up in like a yeah we're brothers atmosphere and we're gonna do stuff and we're gonna be totally open about sexuality and like yeah we'll we'll, we'll you know secretly jerk together when we're younger and not talk about it later when we're older but like mm-hmm. yeah we had that experience hashtag moonlight like, right mm-hmm. okay sorry but um, um but then just like but be totally like yeah i would never do that but then have these totally like yeah i'll hug you brother or yeah i'll pretend to jerk you off or yeah we'll go skinny dipping mm-hmm. but then interesting never, like or like yeah. super wrestling yeah and yeah, yeah and like yeah. really getting wrestling that always makes me uncomfortable that, not me. But. <laughs> Mostly, I think it's because like I I turn into like a mom watching her son at a wrestling match, just like not wanting them to snap their neck. There's a thing. Anyway, oh oh, oh for safety. Say Sa- oh I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. safety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I, I I'm now on it thinking about wrestling and safety. Um, <laughs> yeah, me too. Can we change the podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but okay, yeah, I, I see what you're saying though. It's it's the, people sort of like going almost to the extreme opposite on purpose to prove that they're not. Well, it's a weird thing because I don't think they categorically think that they're doing it. Yeah. It's just something that like, I'm so broy, I can touch a dick, but I don't want to talk about it. I don't, and you know, it's yeah. just, but it's also like we as a society, I think specifically America handle puberty and sexual uh, education so poorly. I agree. That, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, sex ed did nothing for me other than, like, make me extremely uncomfortable with my classmates. Most, <laughs> most of my education came from the act of doing for sure, finding out and doing my own research, you know? Absolutely. And, like, this is before the internet, so my own research was like, hey, do you have a circumcised penis, too? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Um, no, I, I agree. I mean, and so, like, I guess in that sense, like, maybe even the bros you're talking about, they're kind of obsessing over their sexual orientation as well because they have to, like, actively avoid, I don't know, like, staying in one path. Like, they, ha- mm-hmm. they have to. So they're they're probably thinking about it all the time just in order to to not keep an open mind. And, again, this is not talking about all bros everywhere. But, right. like, if you if you – if they don't want to explore, like, hey, I think that dude's attractive. I'm straight, but, like, that dude's attractive. Then, that, mm-hmm. then you are kind of just being, like, remember that you're straight. Remember that well, you're straight. I mean, and we don't have to get into this, and I don't want to get into this, but, like, we're, there's also, like, how you were raised and your upbringing and religion well, yeah. and all oh, that God, stuff, yeah. which, which is just, you know, whatever you're, is pounded into you. you know, <laughs> yeah, Stephen. But, like, that, I mean, that's a factor, and mm-hmm. we, we're all a circumstance of, of our experiences, and that's an experience. Like, if you grew up extremely Catholic or Christian, or whatever and you are you know you're the fundamental that says like doing this is wrong and you even have an inkling of like well maybe and like 
it's pounded into you that that's not even okay to think about. So why would I explore it? Or Right. Know, exactly. But do you think that maybe those people are like obsessing over it or like thinking about it a lot? Because they're saying don't think it's like don't press that red button, right? Well, yeah. like, I, I think that, I, I mean, regardless, take sexuality out of anything. If you say like never sit at a table, you're going to want to fucking sit at a table. Exactly. Just to say like, well, why do you not want me to sit at a table? You yeah. Know? So, what is, yeah. But I... Just to jump back a little bit, I do think that part of it is another thing you got up is the like, do you think you're an asshole because you analyze and think about it all the time? And I don't think so because for me to figure out how I label myself as bisexual, I had to think about it. And especially, mm -hmm. I th I think that there, um, this is my theory and my theory alone, but um, I've heard other people say it, but I, I stick to it. Uh, <laughs> I think that people who identify them as gay, lesbian, bi, or whatever, or different than the heteronorm are a little bit more open than the uh, than the typical stereotypical straight person because you are growing up in a society that still the hetero, being hetero is the norm and anything mm -hmm. else is not. Mm -hmm. And so if you grow up and say like, oh my God, I'm a guy and I am attracted to that penis that I saw in a penthouse for the first time, what is going on? You have to analyze and think about what am I, who am I, what's going on, because that is not normal. Because okay. I'm growing up in a society that, even though, like, we've made leaps and bounds and, and mm -hmm. everything, and we've, but it's still, uh, Cameron Esposito said, I'm paraphrasing, but she said an, a great thing about how being, identifying as something that's not straight is like coming out every single day. Like, if you go and get a Starbucks and you get two, and the barista says, like, oh, who's that for? And you say, like, oh, it's for my, if you're a girl, it's for my boyfriend. Like, okay, nothing, straight, normal, wonderful, blah, blah. But if you say, oh, it's for my girlfriend, that immediately, it, because <laughs> it's not the normal, you're basically coming out to whoever's in earshot. <laughs> yeah. You know, I like, never thought about it. Yeah. Way, and so, yeah. because it, and that's the hetero norm, you know, that like everybody's, again, people can be open and they're okay with it, but we're just wired to think like different. Mm -hmm. And again, like that barista could be 100% okay. She could be bi or lesbian herself. Right. But the, our thought process is like, oh, it's different. You know, it's different, you know. So, yeah. Um, oh, and this is reminding me, we sort of didn't talk about this in the beginning, but um, what is your, like, when did you realize that you are not in the norm? <laughs> uh, I would say middle school, actually. I grew up in a very small town in a mm -hmm. very conservative area. And... Um, my parents are well. One of my one of my parents doesn't know, but my other parent is one hundred percent okay with it now. But at the time, um, uh, I did some. This is when internet was dial up, and I did some internet searches mm -hmm. and did not know how to erase history. And all <laughs> of a sudden, I was grounded for a month and didn't know why. <gasps> yeah. So that so and again, it wasn't just like we're gonna beat it out of you, but it was just like I don't think that they understood or knew how to. Like I remember specifically the phrase and again I, if either of my parents are listening i want to say like i'm fine mm -hmm. you did a great job and i i <laughs> yeah. just think that like you just didn't know how to handle it but i remember, like one thing that stuck with me is one of the times that they found one of those internet searches like the question and it, and i could tell the concern in the voice but the question was like do you need to go see the doctor yeah and which, which again like i want to say like i i'm fine but it, but it was just like i just don't think they knew how to handle it because they grew up in a world that was just like I was the first one that was different, you know. So, so it wasn't just that you were look. It was wasn't just that you were looking at porn. 
It was that it I was, was looking that you at were penis. Looking yeah. At penis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because I, I yeah. just want to clarify, because mm-hmm. some people shame any type of right, you know, right. Porn and I think that anything. they probably would have done that anyway. But then here's the added icing on the cake that, like, well, we need to focus on that more than the fact that he's doing looking at porn. Gosh, you know? it's just so. It's yeah, so but, weird. But, to but me that, to but be that is, but that, that. But I get it. Yeah, but yeah, and, nowadays, and, nowadays. Well, but it, yeah, it we wasn't. Live in, we live in L.A. and it's a very open. I know city and like imagine the poor guy in Wisconsin. Anyway, um, so Stephen, what what made you? I'm just curious. Um, decide to start looking up like men on the internet. Like what? Uh, well, it was yeah. never a decision. It just happened. okay. Right. <laughs> I remember the first penis I saw was typically a straight situation because I was sneaking my father's penthouse magazines because I was just curious and horny. Let's admit it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> thumbing through and like yeah, there's a lot of women in there, and all of a sudden here's this. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Penthouse, but they had no. like, yeah. and I don't even know if this is true anymore because this was before the internet, but they had like, here's like one picture, one picture, and then in the middle there's this like picture story that like somebody took pictures of basically like, and it's I remember this one specifically because <laughs> it was like uh, a, a male and a female and they were out playing tennis and like it was a picture story. And so like, yeah, I started playing tennis. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then like all of a sudden, dick. And like I, just, <laughs> I remember... I, I base all penises I see from now on after this penis because it's the first one I saw. Uh, but I just remember seeing it and being like, oh, oh, yeah, okay. But what? then after I finished, came, <laughs> oh, came, you jerked came off. The, uh, yeah. Yes, came the immediate like, what the fuck does this mean? Uh, and like, so yeah, then what they just happened. But it was interesting to now that I'm res- looking back at it to be like, okay, so you you didn't <laughs> want to think about it during. You're just like, this is what's doing it right now. And then as soon as you're done, came the like. <laughs> But why, you know? Like. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I think is interesting for me because, like, with the girl thing, like, all of a sudden, it, I was like, I kind of just like want to watch like two girls hook up, and then, and then that was like the thing that I was like, well, this is what turns me mm-hmm. on, and then that is kind of I was like, well, I know this will do it. Like, you know, sometimes I think about other things, but like, yeah. I know that in a pinch, <laughs> yeah, think about think yeah. think about girls hooking up or like me hooking up with a girl or whatever. Um, that would. That is like something that would, yeah, it would be the go-to. But like, so that's why I'm thinking about it. Cause right. I'm like, but like, I've never been, had like lovey feelings for a girl. Like, I just think it's and hot. That's, I think that that's, I think you're saying that with hesitation, but I think that's okay. Like, I think, yeah. I, I believe in the, the Kinsey scale. So you I believe, do believe it. I was absolutely. And, and I, I fluctuated on it a bunch right now. I'm 60, 40, but I've been 50, 50. I've been in love with both genders. Like that's, I've had a sex, successful relationship with both. It does, like, it doesn't. I think it just depends on the person, but that's, I think it's easier for me to discern because I am so 50-50 most of the time, but for other people, like, I truly believe, I believe in the scale, but I also believe that some people are 90 to 100%. Right. Like, I, that's, right. and right. that's perfectly fine, but I think that I know plenty of couples who are either straight or gay or whatever, and that's, they're in a very happy relationship, but for sexual experimentation or openness or, or whatever in their relationship, they'll bring in another gender. They can't necessarily fall in love with that gender, mm-hmm. but they will bring it in for sexual experimentation, which is, I think, perfectly fine as well. Right. You know, so, so I think that that's, that, that's if, if you're holding back on asking if you're an asshole, if I can't love this person, but I could fuck them, that's fine. But realize that we all have human emotions and relationship goals and so right. if you're going to be fucking that person for more than once you need to be like this is what this is well yeah you i mean know? that's the thing because i was i was at a party with this girl she was talking about how she started dating women um but 
she, <laughs> July second, nineteen ninety two. Yeah, because she. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, it's funny that you can be like, you know, this week on. Oh, right. Yeah, like the, the decision th- is made. Right, know, like, right. Well, because and and that's what I think is really interesting about women. I mean, I feel like I hear that a lot more. She was just right. like, I'm done with guys. I'm going to start dating women. But then it's like, how? That's not fair. <laughs> To yeah, the is. women that she's, I guess, if if she's upfront with the the women that she's dating because mm-hmm. she was going on like Tinder or whatever and like saying you know women for women or whatever the yeah. thing is, but then she can just be like, I just I just kind of want to fuck some women. I mean, right? Like, yeah, that's perfectly. I fine. guess if you're just honest with it, and I mean, that's the thing. If you're honest with it, and it's not like you brought up uh, in the earlier discussion about the experimentation in college thing, and I have a weird give and take with this because I think that it's great that. It's in a weird, weird, weird way it got women in that age bracket to experiment and be open. And be, it, 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 and it became okay to figure out your sexuality. But it came with the bro-y standard of yeah. like... And so I, I have a hard time with it because it opened it up. But at the same time, it, it had this weird like, yeah, this is what yeah. I'm into. Right, and the American Pie like... Exactly, yeah. 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 Twins. But I... <laughs> Which oh, also always... Oh my God, yeah, so yeah. Wait, weird. you're related. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. That's how it works. But, <laughs> but, so I, who I feel sorry for is the the I guess guy or girl in that situation who like in that time period was like, yeah, you go for it, and then like everybody quote grows up or becomes an adult, and it's like, okay, that time of our phase is over, but you're still like, well, maybe I still want to. But then, like, in your friend group or whatever society, that's just like, no, no, like, that was just an experimental time, like, time to get married and blah, 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 all this stuff, you know. So, again, I don't know anybody like that, but there is that. I worry about, like, we finally got people to open up and be okay with it. And then, like, the it's just a phase comes into the. Yes. The just the term, exactly, it's just a phase. Yeah. yeah. I hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. I hear that and a again, lot. And again, I don't know because I didn't, like, when I entered the phase. I'm still in it, you know, so I don't. So I yeah. can't, I, again, I can't speak for other people who did. You could just have a face. That's great. That's wonderful. You're like, if you're on the scale in college, you may be 50-50, but as you grow up and get older, you realize, like, I am, I can fall more in love with a man or a woman, so that's just what I am. That's fine. You can call that a phase. That's great. I can't speak to it because I'm still <laughs> riding the rail, you know. But. <laughs> um, Do you yeah, get the rail. annoyed? Because um, I've even heard from the gay community of, like, bise- like almost discrediting bisexuality. Yeah. So there's, yes, uh, in my own personal life, I've had genders, both uh, sides of the scale, uh, lesbian and gay people, number one, reject me from dating them because I'm bisexual. But also I have, I had, I had a very close friend who's a lesbian who basically dismissed it and just kept telling me like you, you just haven't figured it out yet like you're just like you're just still still experimenting you just haven't admitted it yet and i'm just like no no like i've i've done my journey i figured it out like this is what i like but she's mm-hmm. just convinced that like you know cause, it's one or the it, other well, and, and over here, to gay town yeah exactly and and i think my theory <laughs> is is that nice oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think i butchered that but I, <laughs> no, no. Isn't that a phrase? Like a... We all sail the boat to Gay Town. Yeah. Is that what you said? Maybe. Yep. I don't know. Should be a band name. Uh, or a song, maybe. I don't love it. But yeah. <laughs> Still, but like, I, think, I think that her journey was like, she, she, I know her from high school and she, she went through a very, she grew up in a very religious household and it was not okay that she was a lesbian. And I think that she convinced herself like, okay, I, I'm not a lesbian. Like my family's okay with it, but I'm bisexual. Like they'll be more okay with that. And then like... So for right. her, and again, this is my theory. I haven't talked to her about this because we haven't talked in a while because she didn't accept me, you know? Interesting. But I have, yeah. What? And she's gay. Mm-hmm. The, the, it's very interesting because 
when I first entered into quote the community and like really like okay I'm cool into the gay culture and everything like that, it it surprised and hurt me how inclusive my own quote group was. Yeah. And how I mean it the the stereotype is true. Gay men can be the most catty bitchy people in the world, and mm-hmm. I don't. And here's the heteronorm again. Like I don't present myself as a gay man typically. Like I don't speak like one. You know that typical. Mm-hmm. There's there's been a study on like the gay voice and. Anyway, I can't speak to it because I haven't heard well, it. Well, yeah, but. and I want to just also bring up, like, I don't know if the stereotype is true. You're just saying that it's, like, you've you've experienced uh, a lot of instances where gay men are catty. And, I mean, because yeah, women yeah, are pretty yeah. catty, too. No, absolutely. Yeah, no, right, no, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying that they, uh, yes, it can be very judgmental. And, and again, I don't, I don't look like a typical gay right, man. Right. He looks like a lumberjack. Yeah. I really want to hear more about the gay voice. Not in this podcast, but that's very interesting to me. What do you mean? When you said the gay voice, you said there's been studies... Yeah, I can't speak to it. I've I read like one NPR article or whatever, but like okay. there has been study on to like because it is a thing. Like if we yes. don't if we, if we acknowledge it and look at it and and, and research it, it is a thing, and it, it and and it, it the study dives into like is it a choice or is it a product of you needing to identify as being proud of who you are, so you you develop the affect right. affect or af, affleck the insurance company, <laughs> the duck, yeah. it is the duck voice yeah, yeah. <laughs> there it is um, and the and lips duck lips duck and lips. duck lips. Um, I I have a question just you know regarding like the the obsessive thoughts. Um, with you, do you feel like it's now like um, because you were thinking about it, you said you had to question it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, then do you feel like you're like okay, now that I don't have to like think about it, like now you have sort of like peace with it. You don't have to obsess about like thinking about whether or not you're gay or thinking about whether or not you like dick or whatever and. I think for me, I don't have to obsess about it, but what we talked about earlier with the, like, because it's not the heteronorm, everything I do, if 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 I have to order that coffee and say, this is for my boyfriend, it's in my life. It's coming up. So I don't necessarily, like, I'm at the point in my life personally where I'm okay with who I am and I can identify, like, at first I didn't know how to lay, and I didn't want to label myself. I never had a coming out thing. Like, most people find out, I think, Rosie, even you found out just by, like, word of mouth or something or you no, like, I saw randomly it. saw me like i saw you like touching someone fucking, yeah, no like. i just saw you <laughs> touching someone and i was like i just did not think that you were right. gay because right. you never said anything and i don't need to no right and that's my thing like i and i get it like here's the thing like the whole gay pie parade and the coming out i get it i understand it i understand the need to be proud and everything but for me personally it was just like if people in my life need to know they will know but I don't need to go out and identify. And every time I'm, I meet a new person, like, hi, Jackie's very nice to meet you. I'm Steven the bisexual, you know? Like, <laughs> right. Well, that's right, because that's what we call you. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's Lil, Lil Stevie, Stevie yeah, the it. bisexual. Ah, um, we got it in. <laughs> we got it in. Lil Stevie. But I do, like, I understand the pride. I understand the doing it. And, and I, had a, I had a co-worker who, like, I don't think he like tried to word it in edgewise, but he just like he just wanted to get it out there so it was out of the way. And like that's a that's a a, a way sure. of doing it too. But for me, like I don't know. I just feel number one. If, number one, I'm lazy and selfish, so I don't feel like I need to tell every person like this is me because you don't like you don't introduce yourself as Rosie this heterosexual. Maybe you know. <laughs> <laughs> still, the verdict is but, still out there. But but for me, like. The social dating app Grinder, which I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with, but it's a location-based, mostly a hookup site, but it's a basically like, help find gays near you. Mm-hmm. That was a revolutionary thing when that came out for me because I don't look stereotypically gay. Right. 
and coming from a smaller town and and a larger but smaller college town it was hard for me to be like are they like it's it's an identifying thing like that's why my first couple boyfriends were the stereotypical gay boy because i when seeking out someone for a relationship i knew they were yeah you know like i could see i could hear i knew that that person was gay so i can be attracted to them because it's much harder to be like in a room full of men and have to be like do I go up and ask him, are you gay? And then ask him out, you know, like, which, right. and so having the, the grinder app is easy because everybody you're talking to is, so I don't have to ask. You right, know? right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that some people on those apps use it just for hookups? Because, Absolutely. but, but like, I mean, but are not, um, like don't identify as bi or gay, but yeah. just like want to hook up with like, yeah. so there, there is, yeah. there is a, at least in the bigger cities in LA specifically, I can speak to because I live here. There are a lot of profiles that say straight, but looking for a good BJ or a good, butt. yeah, or, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. And mm-hmm. that makes me think like, you know, and a lot of DL or down low yeah. or, quote married and oh yeah oh yeah Yeah. but but i mean and i'm just thinking of it less of like them hiding that they are bisexual but Mm -hmm. just like just want to hook up with a dude like just like no yeah yeah, okay i I, yeah there and and uh, there's times when i I don't go on there and i'm not horny and i'm just like i wonder what this guy's deal is and so i start up a conversation he's like yeah like i'm just i'm super straight like but i just like and it's that that's the person i really want to analyze and talk to but it's like it's hard cuz then that out them you know it's like yeah right. well i mean but, but i want to talk to them cuz they see in the conversations i've had they seem perfectly like yes i'm a straight guy i've been in straight relationships i want to marry a straight person but sexually right now i want to fuck a dude right and they're okay with that and i want to pick that brain so bad but like it would but then it would break the yeah cuz don't i mean cuz he don't you think they're a little gay then? I mean, can they really I don't know. say I'm super, super straight? I can't speak to that because that yeah. could be their 10% where they want to fall in love with a straight person, but sexually they can fuck a guy. That I mean, I feel like that's kind of where I am in my head. Like, I I feel like more recently I've been like, I think I would hook up with a girl. Like, and I do, but like, part of me is like, am I afraid that if I did, then I would just be like, on the boat to lesbian town? Like, <laughs> that I would like it? I mean, I don't know. I would recommend way. a threesome for that. Yeah, I really I, well. Would. I tried one one time and it went very wrong. But there was a lot of like, oops, oh. like it was like my. Ex well, because and... I just feel like you have both, like a threesome with a man and a woman, because then you have both to explore. With. <sighs> I don't. I, no. I, well, why am I talking? No, like, no, no, I no, 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 no. No, but you I, can. I, I, I agree and I disagree because for me personally, I'm a very. I've been in threesomes. I've been in foursomes. I've been in blah 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 blah. Well, I quit but bragging. Like, no, no, no. But I'm, but I'm saying like I've only been in a foursome once because it was just like God. There's too many plates at the table, you know, like too many and, plates at the table because you want to eat from all of them. But who brought the ganache, you know? And all. Oh but my it's god, just, ganache! I don't know. It's the first I love thing. it. No, it's but great. Like, but it is like. But I don't think that's a good example of like. I think I like women, so let's bring in a couple to see if I like these parts, you know? Like, oh, you mean a couple? No, no. But I'm saying. Oh. Uh, sorry, I don't mean like a couple, like a pairing, but like a couple ladies or whatever. Like, oh. I'm sticking okay. with the foursome oh. method, but like if we bring it back down to three, I don't think <laughs> odd one out exactly. Yeah. But I don't think like I for, for me, if you like, I really want to dive into this. I want to figure it out. You can't have the distraction of what you've liked all along there as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because you if if it's scary, if you're scared, you run to your warm place, right? You run to your happy place. So if you're, I'm assuming. If your warm place is a man with a penis and he's there as well, if you're like, I'm scared. Because my first experience <laughs> with a guy, I was terrified. 
but I wanted to, like I was sexually oh. aroused, but I was terrified. And I, right. if I had a straight woman there, I know that I'd be like, oh, I'm too scared. Let's just play with the boobies, you know? Like, yeah. And so that, that's why I agree. And just, that was just for Got me it. personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I just, I worry about like the person who's like, I'm experimenting. Let me try it. And then they. Okay. Because they can fall back on what they know. You but know? yeah, mm-hmm. to just like dive into it. Yeah, that's And also like, I, whenever you, and Rosie and I, you have talked, you and I have talked about this privately a lot before. Um, but it's interesting because whenever you bring it up, you, you, your voice goes higher and you say the word, I think I'd mm. be into a girl. And right. And just. I don't know if that's wrong. I don't know if that's right. But that just to me, that says something. Because for me, like, yes, I was scared at first, but I like I dove in like yeah. I was into it. And like I sought after it. I was like, I need to try this. I yeah. want to try this. I am very sexually aroused and I want to figure this out. Yeah. And, and so I don't I, I guess that's just for me telling you to like maybe. And that, so that goes back to the whole like when you when I first saw that penis, that was the the first journey for me to fig to really dive into who I am in middle school like imagine like in middle school being like who am I as a person who what do I like blah, blah blah but like I think people who find them not part of the hetero norm are more open later in life because they've had to analyze themselves and figure it out because if you if you live in a very small town in a very conservative town and your parents are not into it at the time and you have to be 100% okay with who you are to approach all that negativity and say, I am the thing you don't like. Yeah. I mean, I feel like in middle school, I was like more deciding whether or not I should still wear Winnie the Pooh sweatshirts. Right. Well, like, same you know, like... but I was also like Winnie the Pooh and penis. Yeah. Know, great. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, I have, I mean, fine. Full disclosure. I have experimented and part of it is like, was like figure, like, figuring it out but not figuring it out i didn't really care i never thought like oh am i gay i'm gonna do this it was more mm-hmm. like this is fun yeah what 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 which, made you want to get in i want to say like yeah that's great 100 percent okay but wonderful I, but i like, think the reason that i bring that up for you too is because i think i thought i was more open than i was so because when it got when it when came it down, got to down to it. vagina i tapped out yeah i didn't i didn't i'm not in i'm not sexually into vaginas or i don't want to do anything with them yeah mm-hmm. boobs i feel like most people can get on board with <laughs> right yeah, yeah. very fun and but like i i so so sexually for me it was like i didn't want to go any further um but i but i guess that's a stupid that i didn't do that to explore and i think that's what you're saying i didn't do that to explore necessarily to explore whether i was well, gay or not yeah, yeah, that yeah. was more like this would be fun let's mm-hmm. put this like this would be fun. Yeah, yeah this is absolutely. a play thing. And again, that's one hundred percent okay. But but in the context that we're talking about, as far as like, let me look into my sexuality. That's what we're talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so yeah. that's and why I, I shouldn't uh, be speaking. No, you're no, 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 of course. Should. No, yeah. but I mean, I mean, like, I'm. I but was that, doing it more like, but, oh, Rosie, you got to try it to find out. Right, but, I it's see. T- but it still educated you. Like, you wouldn't have known that you weren't into vagina until you came up to one close. That's <laughs> well, true, yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's still... Ed- it's, Just, it's, I was faced with it, literally. Yeah, literally a lot of, face a lot of face. fun situations can be educational. Yeah, I mean, okay. that's interesting. And I want to I want to talk about this, too. Um, like, Because w- I think when I started, like, sort of thinking about it more and more was at a time when, in, like, you know, today's world, 21st century, Stephen. Thank you. Um, uh, that it is more okay, like, okay to, to come out as is more widely accepted than mm-hmm. it was to come out as, as anything um, other than mm-hmm. uh, straight. So is it 
now something that's on my mind because it's like, I know that you can skydive, right? Like, I know that it's possibility. I don't want to, but it's a thing that's there, right? So it's like part of me is also like, well, God, I can fucking, I can skydive, so I should just fucking do it so that I can like have experienced this thing. So I wonder, since it's like more accepted, if that's why I'm thinking about it more often and like, is this just an obsessive thought? And this is something we can talk to you more about with Jen, but like, is this just a thought because like, I know it's there. Or like we were talking about like, I mean, I guess this isn't the same thing as like a red button or, you know, whatever. But like, because it is something I can think about, is that why I'm thinking about it? Well, I think that anybody, anytime, even when it wasn't so widely accepted, can think about it. It's just the the, the action was always what was persecuted and, and negative. Totally. But I mean, I, I guess I mean like... Because that's kind of like, this may be an asshole thought because for someone who in the 70s was gay, but like maybe legally wasn't allowed to act on it or be right. okay with it. You, you Now that it's okay to be available, it's okay for you to think exactly. about exactly. it. That's what I'm know. saying. I think, yeah, that's the asshole question. That's why I think it's like, it and I don't, and again, I can't speak to it because I don't like, it doesn't offend me that you think that, but right. I'm thinking for, because I grew up in a time, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, I feel very, we're in a, we're in a, a, a world of change right now. It's by nowhere near where it needs to be, but, but I can't imagine being a generation younger or old, sorry, older and being who I am because it would be so much harder. Mm. Right. And so I'm very thankful. But at the same time, like in middle school, I was struggling all through high school. I didn't really come to full fruition to who I was until college but I was also in college. I was also seeing like YouTube videos of like middle schoolers coming out and like and professing to the world through YouTube videos that they're gay. So I'm like, okay, so it is, and and to give them credit, watching those gave me as a college student more leeway to be like, okay, I am who I am. And again, right. I never felt the need to be like shoot a flare. I'm gay, but like, <laughs> but be okay to seek out a, a boyfriend or, right. or go out on a date or be in public and have Rosie see me hold hands with a guy mm. and be okay the next day to be to Rosie to be like, so what's up with that? You know? Right. Oh, and just so everyone knows too, Steven was in college in like, or high school at the end or like the early two thousands, just so we know like how old you are. Oh yeah. I graduated <laughs> yeah. in the 2003. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's, yeah. And I mean, it's something that we can, we're allowed a little bit more like, yeah, like you said, like in no way is it, where it should be, mm -hmm. but um, and nowhere is it should be in Russia. I mean, imagine like even to today, yeah. mm -hmm. it's illegal. So weird. Yeah, yeah. Imagine like uh, that's why I that's kind of the reason why I never had like a coming out party because like who am I to celebrate who I am when people can't be who they are? Interesting. In other parts of the world, you know. Well, you're not an asshole. That's no. that's for sure, Stephen. No. I am on other um, things, though. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely that's another that's another day. I think. Um, thank you so much for sharing you. your your brain with Thanks. us. Did yes. we get everything? Yeah, I mean, I could talk about this for a long time, but yeah, as long as you guys are satisfied. Yeah, that's how absolutely. I approach yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. what a good lover. Yeah. Oh God, everyone should really look on Grinder um, at Stephen. <laughs> what did you say? I, I said, said the lover. Word lover yeah. What's wrong? No, no, lover. Just, no yeah, lover. Just, is it okay? Yep. Well, I just cool. I it, I want to promote Stephen's Grinder um app, <laughs> app or whatever Please his don't. I mean profile. <laughs> it's at Stephen Big Stevie. Penis. Oh yeah, it is <laughs> little Stevie. Little Stevie Big Penis. Yep. Thank you. Um. Anyway, thank you, Stephen. Thank you.
good time to bring in Jen. Yeah. The the resident therapist and my sister. Absolutely. Because this is a this is a juicy one. This is a complicated uh question. Yeah. And also this is kind of what Jen focuses on in her studies. Yeah. Right? The this like sexual obsessions and things like that. Yeah. I'll let her. I'll let her say it. <laughs> yeah, she'll say it better. Um and uh Jen wanted to make a point that she just she definitely thinks people are assholes. <laughs> she Jen loves the title and she Jen loves thinking that everyone's an asshole for even considering um, any part of this. Absolutely. No, that's um, that's a lie. No, there's something she you that well you can speak on Jen, but you get not hung up, but like it's like obviously people are not an asshole for obsessing over their sexuality, questioning it, blah blah blah. Right? Yeah, no, it actually, I can't stand that (laughs) we're even mentioning that people could be an asshole or even questioning that somebody could be an asshole for questioning or exploring or wondering about their sexuality. Yeah. Um, So because okay. Well, I guess because the reason that we thought we were assholes because, you know, we're like treating it like it's a choice, just being like, I don't know, when we know that it's not a choice for people. Yeah, so... I mean, anyone who's questioning or wondering or anything, I mean, unequivocally, they're not the asshole. Mm. Um, But I think that it's just, I think there can still be a huge piece around it where people who aren't experiencing that can kind of treat it as if it's a choice. And I think that's extremely unfair. And I think it's actually kind of probably from just a lack of understanding or exposure or knowledge in the area. Well, I guess my whole, my, what my thing is, is that there's absolutely no way in hell that I would label somebody who is questioning or wondering or even experimenting or anything with their sexuality. I would never, ever even come close to labeling them an asshole. And I think that where the misunderstanding comes in is a lot of time people that aren't going through that or have never had to go through that, it's there's just a general kind of lack of, you know, understanding and therefore kind of treating it as if it's a choice or that there's some form of choice in it. And Mm. I think that can be kind of not very helpful to the person and it can feel stigmatizing if you are the person that is, is questioning or wondering or exploring. So I guess I just, like the society, I mean, not to be corny, but in a way is the asshole for even like, posing yeah. a judgment on anyone no matter what range they are of questioning whether it's thoughts or whether they really are somewhere on the Kinsey scale that they're trying to figure out or whatever it is any of it doesn't matter there shouldn't be any judgment with it yeah and I think it is a societal thing and I mean if you know I'm never gonna label anyone an asshole but no. if you had to make me label an asshole it would be sort of that um kind of society itself not one particular person yeah so you're saying the person that people that don't get it that's not that they're assholes i think it's just a lack of exposure i mean right yeah so but so with the choice thing then um are are you saying that like it's it's just it's all a matter of like kind of exploring or questioning or like it i don't know i'm i'm a little bit i think i think it has i think sexuality has to be understood is understood best on a continuum on mm-hmm. a spectrum and there's going to be most people if you think of like the normal bell curve that's considered normal in statistics and distribution of things 
most people are going to fall underneath maybe a category of where there's not any, any or very much questioning at all, but it's important to recognize that there's a spectrum. And so there are people that kind of are, are on different places. And so that's where you have your, I mean, bisexuality, people consider themselves, um, they identify as pansexual, meaning there's really no, they don't really have a preference. It's kind of more of the person. So they may be with people who are heterosexual, gay, transgender, bisexual, you know, that it's really breaking down the barriers of these, of these categories for sexuality. And so it's not, it, it, we're just very fluid as, as humans and sexuality. And some people are more fluid than others. That's really what it comes down to. So I see. I like so that. When, when, when Steven said something like, I think that people made that are more fluid may just have an open mind, a, mo- a more open mind to things. What yeah. do you think about that? Um, I don't know. You know, I kind of hesitate it, hesitate framing it in the sense of open mindedness versus closed mindedness, because I think that just as, you know, I mean, I can speak for myself. I never, I never had a moment where I was like, Hmm, what am I? What, Mm. what's the deal? I just was from a really young age. I was just really attracted to men or boys. I mean, I always had a boy in my class that I had a crush on. And as I got older, it just kind of kept that way. Um, I am not personally, again, this is just me. I am really not attracted sexually to women. And that's not that it's not, it's not that I. Right. You're closed minded about it. No. And, and I don't, I don't care in the least if somebody else is, it's just, it doesn't do it for me. And I think it, you know, that's okay. And it, I don't think it makes me any more closed minded. It just, it might limit my experience sure. to what that might be like. Um, but pe- so I, I don't, I wouldn't tend to frame it that way. That's, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I guess then that would make me think of, you know, I was talking about of like watch and a lot of women watching girl or straight women, sorry, watching girl on girl porn. Um, and like, what does that mean? And I've, cause I've heard like a lot of times that it's like a lot of people watch it. And like Jackie was saying, it's like that it's like the watching of people doing something to like your body parts, the body parts that you have. And like, maybe that feels good. Or like I was saying, like, maybe it kind of makes me feel like it's like, ooh, we're doing something secret or yeah. something or whatever. So it's like, what, yeah, what do you, what's up with the porn thing? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, um, <laughs> porn is, is fantasy, right? Like for the most part, I, I think, I think it taps into fantasy and I don't think that necessarily women who watch women on women with women, um, have to necessarily be fantasizing about that. I think what the thing is, the thing to remember is, you know, we are, we are sexual beings as humans. And again, that's on a continuum too. Some people are more sexual and have a higher libido than others, but we are sexual beings. And so I think there's kind of a, I think that with regards to porn, um, a lot can come into play and I don't, I certainly don't want to speak for every single person, but I think in general, I mean, when you watch porn, 
there's, there's a lot of senses that are engaged and it really taps into that portion of your brain that, you know, has dopamine for enjoyment and it really gets, it, it puts you in a place to be thinking about sex. And so just because a woman maybe is more aroused or is aroused even by two women, you know, you have to realize that there's a lot of neurons connecting in the brain. So it might mm. not necessarily be that you enjoy watching the two women because they're women, but what they're doing to each other can trigger in your brain. Like you might know what that feels like and you know that yeah. that feels pleasurable. Um, so I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of like, there's like your brain understands what they're feeling, even though you're not, in that scene, but yeah. you're, you're able to fantasize and you're able to almost experience that in a way that is exciting to you. Um, it doesn't mean that you want to sleep with that woman necessarily, but it, it does mean that that's exciting to you. And it's probably because when you see a vagina, you know, what the, you, you know that, you know what parts feel good and what parts don't feel good. Um, just like if you were to watch penetration, I mean, you know what, most people assuming you've had intercourse know what that feels like. And that can be arousing. Mm. Um, watching a woman masturbate mm -hmm. can be arousing to another woman because it, again, it triggers those connections in your brain that ultimately lead to, Hey, this stuff all feels pretty good. Um, and there's going to be areas of porn that maybe don't do that for you because either you're not into it or you haven't experienced it or it just looks, it doesn't tap into that part of the brain because maybe it looks a little extreme. Um, so porn is not going to define your sexuality, right. I guess is my, mm -hmm. is my whole point. Mm -hmm. it, I, it's more about tapping into the pleasure areas of the brain, the fantasy areas of the brain. And, um, you know, the thing we do, we are starting to learn about porn is that our brains, um, can be pretty, addicted in a sense, like with those pleasure areas, it can take more and more extreme stuff to get the same amount of pleasure. Right. But again, that isn't sexuality driven. I, from what I know. Interesting. That's yeah. Just that is, yeah, that's very interesting. Um, so I guess I'm wondering like, okay, if, if with porn, like if you have those thoughts and those are things that like turn you on of like watching girls or whatever, and this might actually be something that, that goes with people watching porn in general. Um, but like, I would be afraid that maybe the thinking about women or me with a woman would be the only thing that would get me off instead. Like even when I'm with a man, like in an intimate relationship, maybe someone I even care about, but I know like in my brain I'm getting blocked because I'm like, but like it really turns me on to think about women, you know, or, or like, are you, are you saying, Possibly that your fantasy is getting in the way would be getting yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. in the way of a real life like right. sex. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with looking at porn or fantasizing. And so I want to make that disclaimer. The other thing though I want to say that's related to that though is that you do have a choice as to whether or not that's something you watch. I mean mm -hmm. like it's it's nothing to be afraid of, but if it is coming into kind of disruption of your intimacy in your personal life and in your real life. I mean, it's, it's a choice you have to watch that or not. I mean, right. um, I guess 
that's kind of that's like kind of the bigger thing question and then the smaller question would be like you know if it is girl on girl or something like is that something you're worried that sorry not to speak for you but you're Go ahead. worried that that would get in the way of a heterosexual like sexual encounter right with a guy that you have feelings for right which i i guess what we're kind of saying is it's all under the same umbrella it's just you you'd be thinking about girls whereas some other person may be thinking about uh a threesome in their mind while they're having sex right with someone or right because it gets distracting because you're thinking about the things you fantasize about and again that's why i'm saying like yeah it might be just a problem in general that people might have from mm-hmm. fantasies but i think it's also again and this is all personal choice how much you want to let fantasy into your sex yeah. life i mean people there's no mm-hmm. right or wrong there's no there's you know whatever as the way i look at it and this is probably more of a personal thing than a clinical thing is if people are consenting and you're you're in a consensual sexual relationship an encounter whatever works for you guys works like i don't know i mean there's no right or wrong and there there is an element of choice in there as to what you involve in your sex life versus not and every couple has to come up with their own personal comforts and boundaries for that yeah so maybe here we could tap into like the obsessive thoughts like maybe that's where if you do have obsessive thoughts that that type of thing could could be damaging or with regards to like obsessive thoughts or or thoughts that feel like they just keep coming back over and over again no matter what you do I guess I would just want to know what like what so what I mean and what's going on when you have that thought like when you have that thought are you prompted to want to do something about it does it not flow through? Um, because there is a whole area of, I mean, I work very much with obsessive compulsive disorder, for example. And I think a lot of people, when they think of OCD, think about, um, you know, hand washing and ordering and arranging. Um, and really there's also this entire subset of OCD that has to do with sexual obsessions and, um, obsessing about a person's sexual orientation is, is a subset of it. And so some people do have thoughts about, Oh, am I gay? Or am I, if I'm gay, am I straight? And then the consequences that that carries, um, cause them to then maybe do things like watch gay porn to prove that they're not gay. But if they get aroused, then, uh Oh, that means I'm gay when that doesn't mean anything. That's so interesting. They assign meaning to these thoughts in a way that's very upsetting. And so, um, you know, and it does, it taps into the relationship aspect. Um, I won't be aroused by my partner. Mm. What if I'm not aroused by my partner? What does that mean about me? Maybe the arousal is not strong enough. Um, I know that I kind of like the way that my brain works is I do have obsessive thoughts. So that's like, makes me think that that's probably something that, that I would think of, just like worried that it's not going <laughs> to, um, be uh, arousing with me and my like love partner because mm-hmm. like, Wow, that's just, I don't know. It's kind of blowing my mind right now. Like that it doesn't have to necessarily mean anything. I'm assigning meaning to it. Like Thoughts mean, yeah, thoughts mean nothing. Oh, I mean. No, that, I was just saying that's like, just like blowing my mind. I love that. Yeah. And well, and, and when you assign too much value to a thought, um, that's when it becomes distressing. And that's when the thought gets power. Yeah. So, um, 
really the best thing that you can do is kind of do the opposite of what the thought says or like just kind of say, hey, maybe, I don't know, kind of accept that uncertainty Um, because that's really what it's about is uncertainty. So you're, you know, and I'm not saying you're at the level of people that I see, but what I'm hearing is like, well, if I watch porn and the porn is um, gay porn or women on lesbian porn, um, that might make it so that I can't get aroused by a man. Well, maybe, but maybe it won't do anything at all. Right. But so, but I guess my question would be, but what's the fear there? I mean, what's the fear of, is it just simply not being aroused? I mean, but then what, then so what, what's the fear? I guess my fear is, I guess what if I was gay and I didn't know it, but saying it out loud is, it makes me feel so stupid because I'm like, it, I don't think that I am, but like, how come I have that thought all the time? Well, you said that before too, when we were talking, you said like, what if I missed it? Like the boat or like, what if I missed that? The sign. Signal, the sign that maybe I'm gay. Or like, what if I'm like so closeted (laughs) that I don't know, but it's like, I know I don't have feelings for women. Like I have, like you said, when you were a little girl, you like, you always had crushes on boys. Same with me. And it was like only until recently where I was like, but what if I am? Which is also the same time when I started being a little more anxious uh, was probably when I started thinking about this. So it's like all those obsessive thoughts. So just it's just in addition to another obsessive thought. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do think that's I mean, maybe not to the extent of the anxiety that it gives you or like the I I do think it's a pretty correct me if I'm wrong, Jen, but like a pretty normal thought. In general of like, I, I, I mean, don't, don't most people at some point like ever, don't they ever just think like, am I a little gay now that, yeah. if, that I, I don't know. The difference is the response to the thought, right? Like if the oh, thought, okay. everybody has weird thoughts about everything. I mean, it's not just limited to sex. People have thoughts. We all have thoughts that come in and you're like, hmm, that was weird or yeah, maybe, but if it doesn't go away and it keeps coming back that's when you're going to have anxiety about it and Mm. it usually tends to tap into something a little deeper and it could be a fear that you never really know yourself or that you never really yeah have like um almost like not being true to yourself jen Um, yes (laughs) like a fear of never really knowing like oh man you're so good (laughs) well and the thing is is i mean the more you try not to think about it, the more you're going to think about it. And I think without going, I mean, treatment for actual OCD is extremely uh, expensive, but really the whole point is to just allow thoughts to be thoughts and that's it. And maybe, maybe your next encounter won't go well with a man, but maybe it would. And if it doesn't go well, it might not mean anything at all. I mean, so the Kinsey scale was developed a while ago. Um, because research, I mean, people started to think about sexuality more on a continuum. Um, and the thing is, the really, I think it's interesting because sexuality is such an important piece of our lives and our happiness and really overall quality of life. Um, there's a lot of things that go into it, but sexuality is certainly a big thing. Yet it's one of, it's a very difficult thing to research because people are very, very guarded when it comes to sexuality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
it's like really tough and and I think that's partially why kind of thinking of sexuality on a scale is new for a lot of people. And so the Kinsey scale, I believe, is one of the first to, to conceptualize sexuality that way. And there's others, you know, that have kind of followed. And the other, another interesting thing is that there are continuums also for not just, you know, when you think of sex, you think of, um, uh, like, sexual intimacy, but there's also intimacy that involves emotions. Right. Like friendship and who you spend your time with. And so, yeah, I mean, I believe, I believe that we're on a scale. I'm not a big fan of like going to take the Kinsey scale. Um, I mean, there's like websites you can go to and they ask specific questions and you kind of get a number. Um, but I am, I am definitely a pro- proponent of thinking of, of intimacy as bigger than just sex and thinking about, you know, the people, someone that you want to have sex with, that's your, that's your sexual orientation. And that is going to probably be on a scale for people. Um, but then you could also feel intimacy with women and tend, you know, if you're a woman and tend to have, um, kind of that emotional connection more Mm. with women than men. And, Mm -hmm. and, that can sometimes be confused with not necessarily sexual intimacy as an intercourse, but there is an intimacy there. Um, yeah, that, and so that might have been your lean in. (laughs) Yeah. No, she wasn't vibing me when she was touching my leg. I'm just saying (laughs) she touched my leg. (laughs) Yeah. The vibe, the vibe. And then I was like, maybe I should just like dive in and see like for once if I want to, but I got rejected twice. So I'm just like, this is not my jam. I don't think. Would you have been prepared to have sex with her? I don't know. I think I just was like really drunk and like I thought she was vibing. So I was like, let's see. Maybe this is a time I could check out like how it would be to have sex with her. And I don't know, like if I would have gotten to vagina town, if I would have been like, what are we doing? Because like in my, when I had a threesome for a second, which was like also weird and we didn't get very far. But like once the girl started touching me, I was like, nah. <laughs> like I don't know yeah. if that was because I was uncomfortable with it or if I was just like, don't really feel like hooking up with you. And then I ended up having sex with the guy and <laughs> just like, <laughs> this was like, you go to bed. You go away. <laughs> which is shitty. But um, anyway. Yeah, and, I, and I don't think, honestly, like I don't think taking like a test of, Kinsey scale is going to tell you anything too much. I think, I just think it's important for everybody to understand that it's okay to think of yourself on a continuum when it comes to sexuality. Yeah. And it's okay if you are, you know, in that situation, it would have been okay for you to have tried to see what you like. I mean, but I think that's the piece that people don't talk about. And it's not, it's not encouraged. It's not. It's, it's like not okay or it's taboo and the reality is is that more people probably want to experiment than not or yeah. most people probably have done something and I think I think something I heard you guys talk about that I just can't again and this will probably be constantly a theme for me with stuff like this but the social construct that we have and that we all live underneath is really like oh it's it's okay for women to explore, but men will rarely say I've explored. Yeah. And that's what we were talking about with like, is it different between men and women? Like are men more black and white with their sexuality? I, 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 I don't, I, again, it's going to be hard to answer that for me at least. Yeah. Um, 
from a research perspective because that's not, first of all, that's not my primary field of research. Um, but the stuff, you know, research that I have looked at, there's not a lot out. Like it's tough to get people to talk about it. Yeah. Um, personally, now this is just my personal, I don't know that, I think that if men were given more permission, they might. I don't know. Hmm. Well, also, I think there's this weird psyche, and I've heard women say it too, uh, straight women. If if a guy that like they're seeing admits to being bisexual or being interested in men, it's a very, very big turnoff for them, which for yeah. women, which would make it, you know, less, which would, again, perpetuate that. Right, which for men, men admit to being turned on by women to women, and therefore not only is it reinforcing to the woman to explore because then you're exploring and you're turning on a male, but it's right. also reinforcing to the male because the male's like, oh, this is this feels good and therefore we're going to normalize it. Whereas women, at least, I mean, probably, I don't know if it's just that they're asked less or they have less exposure to it, but you know, you don't go to a college party, a dorm party, and two dudes start hooking up, and women aren't aren't around there, like encouraged. Right. However, I wonder if behind closed doors, in a threesome situation, two men and one woman. But yeah, what would happen? What, what would happen? What would happen? And that's why it is like it does make sense that from a research perspective, it's hard to find because Stephen also brought up like Grinder and how there's so many closeted. Well, I mean, a closeted men, straight men on Grinder, and how he was saying, and he even sent it to us or whatever. But he sent us a you know a code basically of a guy's profile that said like straight, but down for cock or something like that but with like emojis right. but it's like so he, so this guy is clearly i mean clearly is he closeted though or does he just want to have a blowjob from a guy well i think he was calling himself straight right and which, he might be which he might be yeah uh, so yeah but then that leads me to believe that and Again, that's our like I, I'm part of society's need to like box in something or be like, okay, well then you're bisexual if you are a man and want to get blowjobs. Dabble, from, yeah, mm -hmm. dabble. <laughs> yeah, you know if you're if you call yourself straight but you continue continually hook up with someone of the same sex, maybe it's like a um, desire of honesty. Like I get annoyed when I feel like people are being dishonest, so it's like by by self-proclaiming yourself as straight when you want to hook up with people of the same sex and do hook up. I mean, I think there's a difference between it being a fantasy and then it being something that you continually do. Um, I don't, yeah, I think, I think, yeah. I'm like, I, just I, call I yourself. Think, again, this goes back to the permission that men do not feel that they have probably to openly um, explore with other men. But then I'm saying, yeah. And so that then again hurts the research of it because if they're not being honest about it or they're being closeted about it, how are you supposed to really find out how many well, men, yeah, it's you know? Hard to, yeah, and people, people again, straight, gay, bi, I mean, people tend to be pretty guarded. I think people are becoming less and less guarded, but when re sex, when research on sex first started emerging, I mean, even back in the 40s and 50s 
might even just be 50s. I'd have to fact check myself on that one, but maybe we can edit that out. (laughs) (laughs) But the point is, is that it was hard to gather data because people either don't like to respond or they respond in a way that they think they're supposed to respond. Um, And as opposed to the way that maybe is true for them. So they may feel pressure to answer a question a certain way. Um, So it's just tough. It's tough. But what we have learned that sexuality is on a continuum. And what we have learned that also even within the LGBTQ communities, there's a lot of division because Mm -hmm. um, just because you're gay or a lesbian does not mean that you automatically understand or have knowledge about the bisexual community. That's what Stephen was saying. Like Mm -hmm. you don't have necessarily an understanding or knowledge or experience with transgender. So I think there's this also by the the heterosexual community, the straight community, we lump those minorities together in a minority group under this, under the umbrella of LGBTQ or LGBT, what there's many ways to phrase it, but mm-hmm. we lump them all under together. But they are not all, not no. all and, of yeah. them are the same. And there's also there's divisions. I mean, I have friends who are bisexual who feel very discriminated against by mm-hmm. other members of that community of the of the yeah. gay community. Of the gay community, community. Yeah. yeah. Same with transgender. Um, so I think. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh yeah. I was just yeah. So I just think it's important to understand that sexuality is extremely complicated. Um, it's not that if you are gay, then you understand bisexual, trans. I mean, there's there's just a lot of complexity there. And I think that um, that's why when someone's questioning it, it's like, okay, that's okay, because there potentially is a lot to question. And a lot to sort through because even this example of the guy, you know, who just occasionally wants to get a blowjob from a guy, he's got to define himself. Um, but I think the important thing is that he has the freedom to, to, mm-hmm. to um, identify as opposed to be forced by society into checking a box. And I think that can also be where kind of the concept of queer or the concept of just I don't want to I don't want to label myself. I just want to be. And yeah. I think that requires, I mean, some acceptance from us as well. It's it's not important for you to understand mm-hmm. why that, that, like, can't he just label himself? Well, who, you know, I know that our brains work best and when, when things are com- in compartments and when things fit in boxes mm-hmm. and when you can label things, but life's not like that. And as long as, again, I go back to consensual sexual activity, um, it's okay if I don't understand it. Yeah. Oh God, that's so good. And like I, uh, just wrapping things up here. But like we we we're all talking about like sex mostly. Do you think that that ties in with like love and relationships, or is it like are those different? Like, is there a continuum for relationship? I mean, for like love, or is it when you say continuum for love? Just like because like could I? I mean, I guess I'm talking about the difference between love and sex. Like, where does love come? Yeah, because if we're talking about right, where does love come into play? Like, if we have if Kinsey's scale is on, and I'm not actually, I don't know that much about it, but if it's on this, if it's just sex stuff, or is it also love stuff? Um, 
the Kenzie scale is primarily to identify you as like basically on a continuum from heterosexuality and straightness to gayness. Um, but I, it's been a while since I've actually looked at the items on it. And if I remember correctly, there may be, I I believe it's mostly sex based. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas, um, the, where where I the clinic I work at, I mean, we give something that also taps into emotional intimacy and um, kind of friendship and who you prefer to spend your time with, and that again just really breaks it out from pure sexual attraction because that isn't all that. I mean, if you want to look at that, that's helpful. But as far as love, I mean, I think I think love is a broader construct. I mean, because love involves emotional intimacy that can have nothing to do with sexual intercourse or even sexual encounters. Right. You can love people that you're not sexually intimate with yet. You have an incredible emotional intimacy with that person. Exactly. Okay. That makes total sense. So like those things can be separate. Like that guy that we're talking about on Grinder, like he can be in love with his wife or whatever. I mean, then that involves cheating or whatever, but like he can be in love with women, but then just like wants a mm-hmm. blowjay from a guy. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, I mean, maybe he feels most emotionally connected to women, and obviously there's overlap between sexual intimacy and emotional intimacy. Mm-hmm. There doesn't have to be. I mean, just like in other relationships that you have in your life, I mean, I would imagine, I would venture to think that you have people in your life that you love that you've never had sex with. Yeah, I love Jackie, but we have had sex. <laughs> so that doesn't count. Well, that's where it gets muddy. Yeah, We're having sorry. sex right now. Yeah, I'm just, I'm putting my fingers in. She doesn't love you back. She told me. It's yeah. Just, ah, sorry. dang. Yeah, sorry. Okay. I, I, I figured I would just tell her. So then can you answer the question, is Jackie an asshole for having sex with me right now? <laughs> Under the table. That, Under the table. <laughs> I feel comfortable labeling Jackie as an asshole anytime. That's yeah, good. That's, okay, good. Let's just do Wow. Thank you so much, Jen, for that's you just like opened my eyes and I hope all the listeners, mm-hmm. <laughs> all the three listeners, yeah. every three. Donnie, how do you feel, hon? I don't know where he is. Oh, there he is. He was throwing up. Um, he's by. So Donnie's by. He feels uh, accepted here. Um, cool. Thank you so much, Jen, for that's it was yeah. very informational and Thank enlightening. You. And then to conclude, you're, of course, not. Even though of we use not. the word asshole loosely. Loose asshole. A loose asshole. Um you're not you know, you're not an asshole for having any of these thoughts. Yay. John, Just educate producer. yourself. <laughs> yeah, educate yeah. yourself. John, educate yourself. John the producer. <laughs> um he needs to get it together. Oh. Um, he's also racist. Okay. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, well that wraps up our question of am I an asshole for uh having obsessive thoughts about uh, my sexual orientation. Um, I need to <laughs> talk more about my OCD with Jen on the yeah, side. Yeah, <laughs> on the side, get some side therapy with your OCD and I need to go to the bathroom. Okay, and also stop putting your fingers in me while we <laughs> record. I also need to wash my hands. Yeah, okay. Uh, great, right. and that's it. Bye, Jackie. Bye, Jen. Bye. Bye, Steven. Bye.